This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So it's Sunday, and there's been a lot of talk about Chosen Ones <laughs> and uh, the Second Coming and uh, Antichrist and... You know, all this has been happening in our news cycle in the United States of America. And I thought, well, let me dig up an interview that I did with a pastor from Bethany Baptist Church. His name is Timothy Jones. Uh, I go around and sit and chat with pastors all the time. It's one of my favorite pastimes. And we had a lively conversation about one of my favorite books in the Bible, Revelations. Now, it's not one of my favorite books because of it inspires me. Is one of my favorite books because I always want to know how things are going to end. So I've studied it. I've studied it for the better part of 35 years. Yeah, I've been studying Revelations for a while. And so I love sparring and, and having these conversations with pastors because I'm always looking for answers. And it's Sunday. So I hope you enjoy an interview that I did with Pastor Timothy Jones. Let me know what you think. Hashtag podcast at Karen Hunter on the Twitters. So I'm here with Pastor Timothy Jones from Bethany Baptist. Did I? Did I? What, why are your eyes bugging? I'm just okay. excited. You okay, know, right. I'm, okay, I'm sitting with D. Uh, Karen Hunter. You know, I'm. You know, I feel like I made it today. You made it way before nah, I, I nah, came nah, here. Nah, Listen, nah, a, I'm this, just a conduit. This is a this is a signature that you know something's doing right. So I'm, I'm happy. Well, you know, it's a sign that you know some stuff, <laughs> and you know, uh, I'm an amateur uh, historian, uh, theologian, like because I, I, I read a lot, right? Uh, let me let me welcome you first of all. Thank yes. you for sitting with me today no, no, to no. talk. I'm glad to, to do talk. It. Um, I, I think the, the thing that I'm most empowered by is that there's so much out there to know. And I've spent my whole life on this journey of knowing. I've been the nosiest. I was the nosiest kid ever. And I wanted to know everything and just wanted to be in everybody. Not in people's business like Pearl. You know, I wasn't like, you know, on the front porch reporting back. I wasn't a gossipy person. But I just wanted to know things. Mm -hmm. And the Bible has always been a mystery. So when I was in college, uh, I, I went on this journey. A friend of mine's dad was a pastor, and we would have Bible study in my in my dorm room, mm-hmm. and and we would only study the Book of Revelations because I've been <laughs> obsessed with the Wait, end. I okay. want to know how this thing ends. Sure, you know, sure. So let's start there, okay. Pastor. Pastor, and you and you teach, right? Mm-hmm. So you teach this, not just this stuff, but sure. the, how to preach and all of that. Um. Book of Revelations, is it just allegorical or is there anything that's uh, that we can glean from it that actually can be applied? I mean, I think the best way to think about Revelations is to understand this apocalyptic, meaning that it's, uh, it's using these fanciful images uh, and depictions as a way of speaking to other issues. I, my push is that Revelations was something that meant, was meant to bring hope in the moment. So okay, so you, give me the history. So, so John, if you put yourself, so John's on the Isle of Patmos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are these churches uh, that you know are being they're under persecution and oppression, uh, and so you know God directs John, leads John, inspires John uh, to write Revelations, and it's a letter that has to pass through the hands of prison guards to get out to these churches, and so if John was to write, for example. Uh, Rome is going to fall. Rome is is over. God is going to overthrow this empire. I doubt, seriously, that the letter would even have made it out. 
So if you're going to write a coded letter, so to speak, that would get out to the people, it has to be in a kind of language that would uh, that would pass the guards, uh, that wouldn't cause suspicion, um, and that would ultimately be able to bring hope. And so here we have Revelations, which uh, begins, as you know, with uh, some very directed letters to these seven specific churches um, that speaks very specifically to issues that are going on in those churches. And then please about chapter four or so uh, begins to move and to, to talk more more generally and broadly about God and God's works and God's actions and what's going to happen and, and the end and then all these these terms and, and images and pictures. Um, but I think what is you, so important to remember is that it's called revelations for a reason. So like the goal, as, as stated really in the first chapter, is to reveal Jesus Christ. So any interpretation, any understanding of revelations that makes it more difficult, that creates extra work, uh, that is confusing, is really the antithesis to what revelations was meant to be in the first place. Uh, and so it, in some way, I was telling uh, Bible classes a couple months ago, uh, that if you find yourself getting bogged down by revelations, then you're probably reading it wrong. Um, and that it should be, at least once you understand what's going on, it should be a revealing of Christ as opposed to a revealing of the end times, a revealing of how things are going to end, a revealing of, of any of those things. But at the end of the day, you should leave revelations understanding how Christ works in the world. And this podcast is brought to you by FabFitFun.com. Fab fitfun.com use my promo code this is karen you get ten dollars off your first box at fabfitfun.com this is karen ten dollars off it retails for 49.99 you get more than 200 dollars worth of beautiful items let me just tell you how excited my mom was and uh when she got it she was like oh my gosh she sent me pictures she called me she was like did you send me something I said I sure did and I got one for myself as well and we have different things in our seasonal boxes because we're different people you fill out a little questionnaire about the person you're either going to send it to about yourself and FabFitFun they will select the items to put in again more than $200 value for just $49.99 at FabFitFun.com dot com use the promo code this is karen and you get ten dollars off your first box beautiful items let me know what you think uh and what's and the hope that was coming this is another way to think about it if revelations was primarily about what's going to happen you know at least for the original hearers even if everything was to end tomorrow it would have been thousands of years before you know thousands of years after they were around and existed so uh, a, a book about events that are happening thousand years from now, it's not really helpful. It's not hopeful. It doesn't really build any hope in the who's now. who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? You're already going to be there. What's the, what's well, the but, point? But isn't that what? So, okay. But it's, you're going to rise again and have a thousand year reign on sh- the streets paved with gold. I, I mean, you know. All, you Maybe. know, all that a mansion, you know, there's, you know, you have Those your, are good pictures. Huh? Those, those are good images. Are, are we to understand that to mean that we literally are going to be walking on streets of gold and literally in our are going to be in our bodies, right? You know, I, you know no pain, no crying, I think, no... Well, yes to know. those things, uh, but the specifics of, of, uh, of heaven, uh, I think, are somewhat overstated, at least to the extent that we know exactly what it'll be. Um, for example, I, I think the idea of walking on streets of gold, for example, is more a commentary and critique on materialistic culture than it is a promise of literally walking on gold. So why offer it? 
Why, why? why right? So if because you, if you, it because if doing, it because it is a critique on materialistic culture, and that has something so, to speak to your right now, and not just your thousands of years. So in the John future. dangles out this carrot in the Book of Revelations of this end when you die. You go to heaven. Your name's written in the book but of that, life, and there's a there's well, no, paper no, no, no. gold, and you got in my father's home. There's a house that my kingdom. There's many mansions. Sure, have, sure, sure. So there's aspirations, right? That this is not this life that we're living right now is not it. That when we die, there's so uh, abundance of Absolutely. everything. We won't have to worry about food, right. uh, being well, yeah. cold, and, no, and then there's, there's like everything. Right. So why sure. why why paint that picture if it's just to wag a finger at where people are right now and being materialistic? Well, I mean, in some ways, it's a both and. So I, I guess my point is is not so much that there isn't a heaven or that there isn't uh, a place that we'll go to. But ultimately, thinking about what will happen when we die doesn't really help you as much in the now. One of the critiques of some of the the language of uh, the sort of civil rights movement and some of the church involvement was there's this, there's this, this vast, uh, or some of the critiques of the church, I should say. Uh, the black with, church. Right, over the years, mm-hmm. which is fair and unfair, and even using the term black church is, is so loaded. But nonetheless... Uh, one of the critiques is that always focus on the by and by. Like, oh, we can, you know, it don't matter how we're being treated now. It doesn't matter, I should say, how we're being treated now and what's going to happen because, you know, one day we're going to be in heaven and I'm going to put on my robe. And and there is a sense of survival on some level uh, that comes with that, a sense of hope, a sense of spurring on, a, a kind of uh, assurance that keeps you uh, on on a level. Uh, and so I'm not negating that so much as I'm saying you miss the broader critique of Revelations if you limit and restrict it to that. That so so I'm suggesting the best way to look at it is to understand, particularly those last couple of chapters, are very much into time. You know, sort of when time is ultimately complete, Christ has come back. However, that is going to look. Um, yes, you know, we can get there to heaven one day. But all of the vast majority of the book has much more to do about a critique of uh, imperialism and materialism and hedonism and uh, and all of those Luke, things that affect Luke our sort of right. life right now. And again, served as encouragement to remember who's receiving this. These are Christians that are being impressed. So if you say um, there's going to be hope, not just like one day, but there's going to be hope today. You know, for what's going to happen, and here's, and also here's how you fight against all that's going on right now. Here, here's the the revealing of Jesus should spur you to be able to push back against the poor Babylon mm-hmm. of this world, the evil, of, the Antichrist of this world. Okay, you know all, all those. Right. Oh yeah. So uh, we're talking with Pastor Timothy. Jones, <laughs> Bethany Baptist. We're talking about Revelations. Um, I'm I'm obsessed with this book privately. I'm obsessed with it, right? <laughs> and and I actually because I'm a literal person. Sure. I don't I don't uh, I don't live in a fancy world. Fan sure. in my mind. Sure, sure. Um, I believe that there are things in there that are literal, not just uh, allegorical, right? So. Is but why? 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 Why do you believe that? Because so, I believe so, that so there's. Ask, I, I so believe that the world was formed because mathematically, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's okay. you know physics, science. I believe that uh, because the mathematically Fibonacci, there's a mathematical equation that forms every single component of life. Okay. And if there is a God and Jesus came and man formed, right. then there has to be the equal and opposite of God and Jesus. So 
when when I read Revelations, the focus for me is um, Satan, uh, the beast, the little head, the the principalities that we're fighting against, not flesh and blood. That and it takes me into the Bible, into the book of Matthew, where where Jesus talks about apocalyptic the, yeah, visions. It yeah. takes me into Isaiah. Mm -hmm. It forces me into the Bible to read things that that support it. And then it, it allows me to look at where we are today and see people, because again, we're not fighting flesh and blood, we're fighting principalities and the dark forces of this world. And so for me, living my daily life as a follower of Christ, as somebody who is, uh, I believe, here with a purpose and a mission to be able to withstand the things that happen that make absolutely no sense to me, mm -hmm. I have to be able to apply the logical, physical, this is what this is sure. to my daily you know, so all right, so, so let me be clear then. So I'm not suggesting that there aren't that evil isn't real or uh, that there is, is there, there a devil? aren't. I, I think there is a devil, a yeah. physical devil, like a person the way Jesus was. A Jesus I mean, the, was Jesus was a no, person. I mean, I don't, I don't think there was a, a devil walking the earth as a person. Do you think there will be an antichrist? No, no not yeah. not in the sense. So we had to be clear on terms, right? So, so let me back up. So when I ask you why you believe these things, part of it, part of my question is saying. Uh, if the original intent was, for the sake of argument, mm -hmm. if the original intent of the writer was not the what, how, so the, the way you so a literal reading, why then would we place a literal reading on top of it? One, two, the understandings of rapture and some of the more, uh, what I would call, uh, well, no, because that, that degrades it more than I want to. I don't mean pop culture, but the uh, sort of more well, I we gonna get more, to that more in sort a of common right. understanding of like the rapture and end times. Is a very recent, uh, a very recent understanding, like historically, it's a very, it's very recent understanding of sort of how things uh, were going to go uh, and going to uh, operate. And so, I would a hundred percent agree with you to the extent that Revelations and all the Bible should speak to what's going on right now and help me make sense of what's happening now and all those sorts of things. But what you said just now too, when you said, "Well, when I look at what's going on right now." And, you know, I mean, everybody has been able to say that for all of time. Right. And I would say that's the point. The point is the revelations. I think one of the beauties of revelations is that it's, because it's written in apocalyptic, allegorical, et cetera, language, it becomes or it is useful then for all time. So everybody's able to, to look at it and say, well, the end times are now. I mean, people have saying, been saying the end times are there since Paul was saying the end times. Well, because it was it was, you know current then right well but i mean paul if you like so for example if you look at paul's uh paul's uh letters the early ones versus the latter ones it's a very difference in tone um he you know paul very much thinks in thessalonians for example uh very much believes like christ is coming back before he dies right you know right um and then towards your later books, you know, some argue whether or not Paul even wrote these, but, you know, Timothy, for example, um, you know, it's more like, hey, you know, I fought the good fight, you know, y'all hold <laughs> right, on, right, right. you know, till, you know, one day, one day, one day he'll come. Right. Uh, and it's a, sort of a change in tone. And right. so I think really what Revelations and a lot of Jesus' words uh, and the Gospels that are captured there and even Paul's writing should spur a sense of urgency for living. Right. So. These are the end times, 
even if the actual end doesn't come for a thousand years, it's still the end time. Do you believe there will be a physical return of Jesus Christ? I do believe there'll be a physical return. Will he be coming Christ. like a thief in the night? Yeah. On a cloud. I with, think he'll be coming on a horse. Certainly with, like certainly <laughs> certainly like a thief in the knife in the sense that <laughs> it's thief in the night in the sense that it'll be no one will be able to predict it. Right. Because it says that. You'll be yeah, the, you no, will not be able to know the hour or no, the day or the day. time. So there's so, no yeah. yeah, so that so there's no Oh, so count, these, countdown clock. Right. When so when they do that, back. you know that they are not uh, yeah. I operating think, I think that's truth. a pretty clear uh, pushback. Now, you know, try to be generous. I mean, I think people are working from a very real understanding of, you know, of their own sensibility. I think sometimes I would, you know, I, I think there's there are... Uh, nefarious notions to some of those things. But other times, I think people are, are working from, you know, from a, at least genuine, now I would say incorrect, but at least it's a genuine sensibility. Well, there is a sort of edict within Revelations and in Matthew and John, I believe, where Jesus Jesus actually speaks in red, you know, that, that there there's a, a, a kind of missive for us who are wise to understand certain things, right? Mm. Like, well, all true. right, let he, he who under you know understands. Right? Yeah. So, so, so there is for for people who read it, I guess, a challenge almost. Like, am I the one smart enough to actually decipher the code? You know, it's right. like, can I? Right. And, and because I feel like I'm really smart, I think that right. I've just. You, 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 yes, put, you put it I together. I have put it together. You put now, it together? Yeah. I am not going to predict the hour or the time, but sure. I do believe it's going to happen within your and my lifetime. Uh, I mean, but I, yeah, I think everyone, everyone, I know everyone does, that. but everyone's not me. <laughs> everyone's not Karen Hunter. All right. So now I really do believe it's, it's going to happen within our lifetime, <laughs> ours. And right. I also believe. That was part one of a discussion I did with Pastor Timothy Jones from Bethany Baptist Church in Newark, New Jersey, about the book of Revelations. And I'm breaking it up. I may do multiple parts. There's definitely going to be a part two. We're going to talk about the rapture, so you want to stay tuned for that. But I couldn't do a whole hour just straight on on this book, so I wanted to break it up for this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Let me know what you think. Is there going to be a rapture? Do you believe in the book of Revelations? Is it all allegory, or is there some truth to it? Hit me up on Twitter. Follow me at Karen Hunter. Use the hashtag podcast so I can search for it, and if you have any questions, that's where you do that, too, with the hashtag podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Till next time.